The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. And now, with Patricia Raskin Positive Living, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Welcome. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on Voice America, America's Voice. And it's in the morning if you're on the West Coast, and we're right here in the afternoon if you're on the East Coast. And I have um, an amazing author on our program today who's written many, many books. She's an international relationships expert. She's a workplace expert. Her name is Dr. Jan Yeager, and she's the author of many, many books, including Single in America, The Power of Friendship and How It Shapes Our Lives, Business Protocol, Creative Time Management for the New Millennium. And today we are talking about her book, Work Less, Do More, The 14-Day Productivity Makeover. And uh, Jan is a member of the National Speakers Association, and she certainly has spoken in many places around the country. Welcome, Jan. Thank you. Great to be here. Yeah, this is a great topic, by the way. This really is because so many people are feeling the stress of oh, not yeah. enough time. It's, um, it's amazing. I brought out a second edition of the book, which just came out over the summer, because in the few years since the first edition came out, uh, the stress level about getting organized and the 24-7 overload has just continued to escalate. Yeah, so it, it's really a lot. And, in fact, it's interesting because I did a workshop yesterday on stress management, and one of the main questions was, I'm, I'm juggling too much, and I, I can't seem to have work-life balance, and it's stressing me out. What do I do? Oh, wow. So, that's that's wonderful. So, And it's interesting because I was just talking to my husband today, and, of course, communicating with people we care about is a good way to lower stress. And I said to him, you know, because uh, I was telling him all the things I have to do, and I said, I'm going to stop talking about all the things I have to do because I was having a great day because I was just focusing on one thing at a time, and the minute I start, you know, getting too concerned with all that's on my plate, and I think that's what's happening with a lot of people. Self-management is the hardest kind of management, and that's what, unfortunately, having cell phones, having Internet access it's requiring the individual to say, what are my priorities, what can I handle, what do I say yes to, what do I say no to. So where do we start, Jan? Well, we start as we do with day one in the book, Work Less, Do More, which is to really do an assessment. Uh, where is my time going? You know, so many people are great at keeping track of their expenses. They know what's coming in. They know what they have to spend. They know when they're going over it. They know when they're doing well. But when it comes to time, uh, 
people, unfortunately, I've seen over the 30 years I've been doing time management training, uh, they let it fritz through their fingers. So the first step is to really look at your day and not what, uh, you know, we'll look at the ideal day, but to get to that ideal day, you have to see, you know, how much time are you actually spending getting to work, at work, what are you doing, whether you work from home or in the office, um, are you getting distracted by other people? A lot of times, it's interesting, I did an original survey and people were saying, just across the board that socializing was wasting time. Well, unfortunately, it's not that simple. You can be socializing, and it is a waste of time if someone's going on and on about the horrible weekend they had, and it's beyond the point of sharing. It's into a lot more details than you need. But sometimes those connections, if you've shared, if you've spent some time connecting at the workplace, well, when you have to go on vacation and you need someone to cover for you, that person's more likely to be there for you because you did spend some time. So a lot of, it sounds to me from what you're saying, we also need connection. Connection is a very important piece of reducing our stress level. Very much so. And the important thing about looking at how you spend your time, and it's, it's important to not just look at the work day. And that's what I found so exciting when I was working on my second time management book. My first time management book came out, came out in the 1980s when I was a single career woman. So I saw the world through a different, um, a different screen. But of course I interviewed people who were in the next phases of life. And then when I researched and wrote the second book, my kids were school age. So I was really empowered by what I was learning, which was that that weekend, that's not just the time to go to the soccer games. That's also the time to replenish as a couple and as an individual. And then going forward at this phase in my life, really looking at what is the quality of the time I'm spending, not just with my family members who are now older, but the next generation, my little grandson, also my work. And it's interesting because I went to a wedding this weekend and I sat next to a woman who will remain unnamed, (laughs) but she was retired and she had too much time. So, So that's that's another concern. You know, it's, it's, what phase you are are you at in life, and what are you doing with your time? And as you said in your workshop on stress management, um, you know, is there too much of a stress level? So, so figuring out where the time's going, are you getting done what you want to get done? How are you prioritizing? You asked, where do you start? Not only do you look at what are you doing with your time, but one of the key principles of time management, and Alan Lakin said it in the 70s, and he was brilliant, and it's just as valid today, and that is that great question, what is the best use of my time now? So in your second edition, you have a new section that says, do you have five minutes to make a change? So when you're making that change, is that what you want to look at? What's the best use of my time now? 
Well, that's the, I'm glad you, you brought that up because one of the reasons I added that section is that in so many of my workshops, the standard joke was, you know, the person would say, oh, I, because a workshop is a great way to get the key parts of a concept, but you don't get the whole thing because you want to read the book. So I'd have people say to me, oh, I, I, I love what you're saying, and I even do time management, but I don't have the time. So that's where I came up with the idea of, do you have even five minutes to make a change? So if you look at that part of the book, one of the challenges, I go through some of the key challenges from that I've gotten from observations and that people have shared with me. And one, the very first one is, I have more emails than I know what to do with. So, so what so do you do to solve that? Right. And what do you do? I mean, you know, when you, when you said, okay, here's what we need to do. We have to find out, you know, what do we need to do right now? Should we be making a list of our top priorities such as? Oh, definitely. Definitely. And def, and, and one of the top priorities, I have a, a, a day on work-life balance. And once again, that's going to change depending on where you are in life. If you're an empty nester, it's going to be different than if you're a couple raising children or even a single woman uh, where you want to find a romantic partner or a single man and you're not making the time for it. So, so those are key concerns. But let's look at the second challenge that you can make a difference with just five minutes. You consistently have to stay late to complete work. Uh-huh. And this could be whether you're in the workplace and you're staying late or even in your home office where instead of getting to dinner at 6, you're still in your home office at 8 and everyone's already eaten and forgotten about you because you're, you're not getting things done. So, so I have four tips on how if you only have five minutes to deal with that challenge, you can make a difference. And what would those four tips be, Jan? Sure. Well, the first step is to figure out why is this happening and how can you restructure your time so that you're going to accomplish more. So that means, you know, maybe you're coming in 9 to 5, but there's traffic when you get in. And if you just say to your boss, hey, would you mind if I work 8 to 4, and you're going to have a lot shorter commute and a little bit more quiet time at the beginning of the day where you get a lot done, you can make a big difference. The second is, can you take work home and do it on the train or at home instead of working, staying later at the office so that you're you're still getting more done, but you don't have to physically be there? And the number three is really key, which is the time wasters. Uh, the time spent, um, you know, staring out the window when you're not really replenishing yourself, but you're just kind of bored. Um, in the section on procrastination, I discuss procrastination is information. So if you're having a lot of wasted time during your work day, you need to ask yourself, what is this saying about my day? Maybe I'm not the right person to be doing this job in the first place. I should have delegated it. And the fourth ties in with what we said about the first step, which is to keep a time log 
so you actually know where your time is going. And that helps with saying no because so many people get into these situations because they're saying yes to everyone else's priorities but their own. So if you know where your time is going and you know what your priorities are, you're more likely to say, uh, yes, I'll help you with that, but I have to get this done first because you want so to get home at a decent when hour. You, when you work with people, and I know you consult and you give a lot of workshops, what is it that you hear most in terms of today? And I know it's changed over the last 10 years because you wrote your book you know, years ago and now you have a second edition. So what are the changes in the stresses and the you know having too much to do that you're hearing now, Jan, that you may not have heard before? Sure. Well, definitely email is up there. Uh, people are getting 100 to 300 emails a day who just a few years ago were getting 10 to 20. So that's a very big challenge. Mm-hmm. Also, the, the, the expectation of instant communication is stronger than ever because we have yes. smartphones because we can get to people quickly. So I've seen a huge increase in people unwittingly offending people when all it would take is using either an autoresponder to let people know that you're away and you won't get back to them till a certain time, or just a quick short email saying, I don't have an answer yet, I have to get back to you in X amount of time but ignoring people because people are just overwhelmed by how many requests are on them, it's backfiring because there is this expectation that you should be hearing quickly. Well, and there's some truth to that. For example, I wrote to someone four or five times, and I finally saw them. And I said, you know, I was a little disappointed. You know, you could have written back and just said, look, this isn't the right time. I'm not interested now. But, you know, and then they explain the situation, but still, I think there's a common courtesy in this as well as all part of time management to just write back something small and say, you know, thank you for writing and thank you for your interest and here's where I am. Right, exactly. And it's interesting because I'm working on a third edition of my business protocol book and the very last point of the new introduction is that when people are late on projects or late on getting back to people, it's not a time issue anymore. It's now segued into a business protocol issue. Very good. Jan, in your book, you have something called distractinitis. What does that mean? Well, that's a biggie. That's a real biggie. I love AOL. I have been with AOL since the beginning, but it is definitely my biggest source of distractionitis because I will be going to check email and there will be an amazing headline from the Huffington Post. And I am pulled into that headline and I must read that headline. And I'm sure a lot of people listening to our broadcast can relate to what I'm saying because it usually has absolutely nothing to do with my work or what I was seeking to do, but I got pulled into it. And that is the definition of distractionitis when you allow yourself to get pulled into something and it just has nothing to do with your priority. Now, what I do, since I'm a writer and a researcher, 
instead of beating myself up, what I try to do is say, hey, you know, this was, you know, you talked about stress management. This is like my way of taking a little bit of a relaxation moment because it is a distraction. But if you're really under a deadline, uh, you know, problem, um, then it can really backfire. So, so distractionitis doesn't have to be totally negative, but it definitely is something that has been on the upswing for people. And a distractionitis, I gave my example, other people that I've interviewed or I've observed in the workplace, drop-in visitors can be their distractionitis. They don't know how to tell someone politely, you know, I'm in the middle of doing something, can you come back later? Uh, phone calls, that's why they invented caller ID. Resist the temptation to answer the phone if it can go to voicemail, and then you're going to discipline yourself when you finish what you're doing that's taking concentration. You will find out who it was, and then when it's convenient and good for your schedule, get back to that person. Right. Okay. Well, we have about five minutes left. So what are, what are some of the other things you think that are really important? I know first, uh, certainly procrastination is a tough one. Maybe some ways that you think we can avoid it. Well, it's interesting. Maybe people will avoid it if they hear the benefit of my original research into it, which was I did a survey of um, using a survey company, which is a good example of delegating, and it worked beautifully. So they polled, using my questions, 500 randomly selected men and women, and they were divided by worker categories, and the professional group had a much smaller problem with procrastination. So what that showed me is they either don't have the problem or if you don't deal with it, your chances of getting promoted and getting to that higher rung is going to be smaller. So think of the consequences. That's, That's one of the important things. Going back to what I said about procrastination as information, don't just beat yourself up if you're procrastinating. Mm-hmm. Um, I have in Work Less, Do More, the second edition, several good suggestions about not only how to cope with procrastination, but also trying to understand where it's coming from. Uh, sometimes people procrastinate because they're in over their head. They don't understand something, and rather than admit that or find help, they just keep putting it off. So, uh, fear of success, fear of failure, this can be part of it. But um, I, I love the idea of creative procrastination, and I learned that even though I was doing it and didn't even realize I was doing it from the great late writer Isaac Asimov, because he, as even I've published over 30 books, he, at the time he passed away, he had published several hundred books, and uh, everyone knows he wrote I, Robot, and many other great stories, so he was an amazing person. But what he did is he had several typewriters, this is back in the day of typewriters, and if he got bored with a project, he would then go on to another priority project. So what creative procrastination is, you don't procrastinate by 
going to the refrigerator when you're not hungry or calling someone who's working and bothering them. Instead, you substitute another priority task and you keep moving along your project so that maybe they get done in a slightly different order than you originally planned, but everything gets done and you use your tendency to procrastinate to your advantage. All right, Jan, thanks so much. Tell people how they can find your books and find you. Oh, thank you. Work Less, Do More, they can find at any of the online or uh, uh, retail uh, brick-and-mortar bookstores. Uh, there's a print version. There's also an ebook version. And you can also go to my website, Dr. Jan Yeager, Yeager spelled com, and you'll see a picture of the book, and you can click on there and order just by going to the, my website. You can also email me, jayeager at com, and ask me when I have workshops coming up or about my coaching services. Thank you so much, Jan, for being on the program. Oh, thank you. You're terrific, and it's a great, great positive show. Oh, thanks so much. I stand the line for a minute. Okay, folks, and we're going to take a quick break, and next up is Scott Kennedy talking about pharmacy and why sea vegetation is so good for you. And um, we'll be right back, right here on on Voice America, Voice America's Voice. Uh, I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you a homeowner who's trying to save on energy bills and go green at the same time? Tune into Energy Saving in the Home, brought to you by 521 Compressor Saver and Home Energy Consultants with host Gary Parr and Dennis Seltzer. They have saved homeowners just like you as much as 65% on energy bills through energy efficiency practices. You'll learn about conservation, products, and services to reduce energy consumption and save you money. Be sure to listen to Energy Saving in the Home, live every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. If you're a golf enthusiast and looking for some great golf properties in the desert southwest, you'll want to make the Golf Realty Network your weekly stop. Hosted by Jane and Al Anderson, the Golf Realty Network is all about living where you play, on the golf side. You'll hear from the course pros and vendors, while the real estate side will bring you the top agents and brokers who know how to market or find your golf community home. Tune in to the Golf Realty Network, Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety, and rebroadcast weekly on Voice America Sports. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life, we'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Do you feel as if your life is just filled with random awkward moments? Believe me, you're not alone. 
Tune in every Friday for TAG, The Awkward Girl Guide, with your host, Ashley Iola. Ashley has learned to own her awkward, and she guides you how to do the same. It's awkward, but it can be a lot of fun, too. We'll talk about relationships, sports, food, health, family life, and social life. Each show hopes to make you a bit more in control of your awkward. Tune in to TAG, The Awkward Girl Guide, Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. When you talk about the subject of bullying, it's not just the person being bullied who is dealing with complicated issues. It's also parents and teachers. Bullying has even taken a new turn with social networking, negative images, and even reality TV. Tune in to One Word Nation Radio with host Jessica Brookshire. We'll put the issue of bullying front and center, going beyond the classrooms and hallways of our schools to help empower and protect youth and their families. Listen every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do you find yourself tearing pictures of rooms out of magazines? Do you watch certain movies and TV programs because of the homes they show? Are Sundays reserved for open houses? Then you are a home dreamer. And someday, you will build or renovate your dream home. Steve Clip has spent three decades learning how to win at the dream home game. His show, Winning the Dream Home Race, can be heard every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Let Steve Clip help save you money and make you a winner. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, everyone. We're back. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. And we have a great guest who's been with us before, and his name is Scott Kennedy, and he is the president of Pharmacy. And I'm going to have him tell you all about Pharmacy, but it's an amazing company, and Scott is really um, an expert. He's an expert in sea vegetables and sea vegetation, and Scott also um, really works with helping us to understand what whole food supplements are, the importance of sea vegetation in our lives, and he's a conscientious food manufacturer and national health speaker. He's also the leading sea vegetarian advocate in America today. Welcome, Scott. Oh, thank you, Patricia. That's a wonderful Uh, introduction. Glad to be here. All right. Well, I know you've talked about a lot of things. You have this wonderful um, magazine called Crusader, and it has so many healthy people in, in this magazine, really, um, you know, looking healthy and looking vibrant. So I'd like you to talk about um, biology and nutrition. You know, the whole, the whole idea of the biology of all of this, we're not just taking these um, natural supplements. There's a whole chemistry and biology here. Yeah, there really is. And, and uh, you know, biological is... Uh I use that word because it's logical to feed your biology. You know, I think that in America, the two biggest uh, challenges to our health are malnutrition, even though our stomachs are full, 
and uh, toxicity. Uh, mm. These are two things that the doctor or the hospitals really don't deal with. So we have to really uh, take responsibility for ourselves and, 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 and take care of ourselves in the way of food and what we ingest. Now, people are starting to do that. You know, organic food is available at Walmart. But still, uh, we're not, we know we're not getting the right nutrients. The, the soil was depleted in the 40s. Uh, we have uh, substituted convenience for uh, content. And we can't fool Mother Nature. By that, I mean we can't fool our cells. I mean, we can think that we can eat fast food on the run, but our cells and our health will be subject to the nutrition that we feed them. And so in the supplement industry, um, everything that's in the natural health food stores isn't really good. And, and, of course, everything that's in a vitamin bottle may or may not be whole food or real vitamins. And, and so there's a lot of misconceptions and myths out there, and I try to dispel those. And at the same time, I have a solution that's like no other, and that's, uh, that's seaweed, 12 species of seaweed and ingest it every day uh, as a supplement and feed your machine, feed the biology. It's logical to feed your bi- biology, biological. Scott, how, do you de- how is it decided which sea vegetables to use? Now, you use 12, or you said 11 or 12, and there's many out there. How did you make that decision? Well, that's a good question, Patricia, and, and uh, I get asked that a lot. Um, it's really important to know that no one has done what I've done, and no one does it responsibly in the world today. I speak globally at the psychology conferences every other year, and I ask all the scientists, 146 countries were represented uh, two years ago in Galway, Ireland, and I ask them, does anyone, there are 350 scientists there, PhDs, is anyone putting seaweed in the capsule and selling it as a nutritional supplement. They said no. So really, you know, we can't patent the seaweed. We can't, um, we, we can't, you know, we have a proprietary blend that can be copied. People could do it. Companies could do it, but they, they, they don't spend the money to go the extra mile like, like I did. And I, I did that because my mother's MS went into remission and I saw that she was healed. And that was in 83. Since then, I've seen amazing, miraculous recoveries that are really just the body healing itself, the cells healing themselves with the proper nutrition, which seaweed is full of, very, very good nutrition. So the species that we've chosen, uh, with the help of Dr. Cron, my partner and my uh, scientific advisor, he has a Ph.D. in marine botany. No one in the United States has a, a degree like that. And so he helps us uh, source the seaweed in the clean waters, test it, get it over here by the ton, and get it priced right so we can compete with the people that dig up dirt in Utah and, and sell mineral supplements. So we have to compete in a market that, you know, has really a low cost of, of goods and, uh, and, and bring a whole food supplement to people. But we've done that, and we've chosen the species based on his knowledge and his intellectual property. So we have the best blend of sea plants ever put together in history. In fact, these species have never been in the same country. Now they're in the same capsule. So the, we chose them based on the science that does exist, and then we, we put those together, mill them down, test them for microbiology and heavy metals, and then we, we have a little salad of the sea inside the vegetable capsule, and your cells recognize it. So when, when, um, what are some of the benefits that you have found from the sea vegetation? Share the benefits with our listeners. Well, just like any food, there's nutritional quantities and qualities in sea plants and uh, land plants, but there's no land plant that comes close to the nutritional power of uh, sea plants. And so they they have uh, up to 60 times the density of any known land plant. What's your favorite uh, plant or vegetable, Patricia? 
You mean sea vegetable? No, what's your favorite land vegetable? I love broccoli, but I always have, ever since I was little. <laughs> yeah, broccoli's really good, and I taught my son to eat broccoli by telling him, you know, saying they were little trees, miniature trees, and just have him eat the tops of the trees and like a giant, because that's where the cruciferous parts of the plant are and all the, the antioxidants. So that's a good plant. Now, now take the, the nutrition in a, in a broccoli stalk, and you can multiply it by 60 or 70 uh, and, and with seaweed for the same weight. And it doesn't have the fiber. Seaweed is only 15% fiber, whereas your land plants are 85% non-digestible fiber. So we really can't get the kind of nutrition that we have in these sea veg capsules in a, with a land plant. So, you know, uh, spinach is, is good. Spinach has lots of minerals in it. But, again, only 15% of the plant is, is, uh, is nutrition. The rest is, is fiber. So seaweed only has 15% fiber, 85% nutrition. So what happens when you start to eat it? Well, you get the iodine, it helps your thyroid, your IQ will go up, uh, your health will improve. Even a, a, a small iodine uh, deficiency can cause, um, well, miscarriage or stillbirth. It affects the, a fertility, uh, impaired movement and speech. I mean, it really is a problem that we have a shortage of iodine in this country, and the Japanese don't, and, that, and they, that's why they're so healthy, I believe. What's so, the difference between the iodine in the, in seaweed and other iodine. What's the difference, Scott? Well, it's the difference between the vitamins that you get at the store and the vitamins that are found in food. The difference is they're made in in nature. And vitamins that are made in nature and, uh, or nutrients of which iodine is one, uh, they're made, you know, and through the miracle of photosynthesis. But then we have uh, we have the the imposter or fake vitamins that are made by man in laboratories. And what's in the salt is potassium iodide. It's a it's a synthetic pharmaceutical, and uh, it, it's put into the salt to take care of an iodine deficiency. But it really doesn't do a very good job. It keeps us alive, but keeps us uh, our thyroid going slow. And, and slow thyroid is the problem in this country. Hypothyroidism is the under underlying reason for the obesity in this country, I believe. So when your thyroid gets real iodine, it sparks up. It, 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 it starts up, and it really starts to, to work well and send out these hormones to the rest of your body, especially women. So it's very important. Iodine, we can't live without it, and it's extremely important to our entire metabolism. So that's where it starts. And every mineral, 72 minerals, 28 vitamins, sterols, lipids, uh, omegas, uh, a lot of the, the all the glyco sugars, the new glyco sugars that they they found were in the cell wall, and then you know every spectrum of vitamin, not just A, B, C, but the B complex, mixed carotenoids, uh, mixed tocopherols, uh, the entire spectrum of all these vitamins is present. And those aren't being synthesized; they can't be made by man. So you're really you're not getting the kind of nutrition ever in your life that you can get with some sea veg, and it'll show up in your overall health quite rapidly. Yeah. And let me just let me just read this. It's the only dietary food supplement that consists of a blend of 12 organic edible sea plants from over 10,000 species. And as you said, it's from all over the world, from France and Asia and Ireland and Iceland. And it has up to 60 times more potent than than any land plant salad, which is interesting. Well, now, That's Scott, right, yeah. let me ask you something. If I go out and eat sushi... You know, or if I have seaweed in a Japanese restaurant, 
Yeah. If I have, um, and there's, and I do, by the way, um, Good. and a wakame, I think it's called wakame, and there's yeah, a whole wakame. bunch of other ones. Um, it, it, how does that compare? Well, it's one species of brown seaweed, otherwise known as kelp. There's wakame in our blend, and kombu, and laver, and uh, Irish right. moss, and uh, dulse, uh, lemon area. It's it's a, a cultural term for brown seaweed, and that's wrapped around the fish. So even in Japan, they don't eat. You know, a lot of they don't eat seaweed salad like full of seaweed. They they spice with it with it. They 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 cover the fish with it. It's in soups. They eat it raw like with chips. But they get about seven grams a day, and they're getting all that iodine, and that's why they're so healthy. So if you eat it once in a while, you should feel good when you leave a sushi restaurant, and that's for, the iodine is picked up in 15 minutes. And I think that people are feeling good when they leave a, a restaurant that serves sushi. Whereas when they leave after they eat meat or a hamburger, they feel weighted down. So it's just the opposite. But anyway, you can't get those 12 species every day or that. You probably won't eat sushi every day, will you, Patricia? No, I don't. And you know why I don't? Because of the mercury level that could happen in the fish. Right. And it's also kind of expensive. And you'd have to go out because you don't, you don't cook it, you make it yourself. So right. there's a real art to that. And it's, it's a cultural thing. That's why I put the seaweed, our species, in a capsule because I just want to, for me and my mother and my son and my, my family and friends, I just really want to deliver seaweed to the, the cells and, and, and feed them. You know, it's not, a, it's not a culinary thing that I'm doing. I'm, I'm trying to deliver seaweed to people in the, in, instead of the supplements they're eating now that, that haven't been doing anything and are made by drug companies. So seaweed is the, is the perfect solution to the state we find ourselves in, in this country, malnourished and toxic. So it helps right, in both so- those areas. Tell us um, how people can find it, because I know that um, our listeners have been listening and you've gotten some people have uh, responded. So tell us about that. Well, the name of my company is Pharmacy with an F and an S, as in Farm the Sea, the Ocean Farm. It. And right. uh, they can go to pharmacy.com, use a coupon code UNVITAMIN, like UNCOLA, and they'll save 15%. Try it for 90 days. 100% vegetable, you know, you can save on all these other vitamins you're taking, all these individual vitamins, and you can just stop taking those. Take fish oil, flaxseed oil, and sea veg. And uh, if you go to my website, you'll learn more, and, and you'll, learn, you'll see the studies on there, and you'll, you can really learn as much as you want, even though it's only about 5 or 10% of our total science is up there. Um, we have over 5,000 studies. So that's how you get it, and, and uh, it's not at the stores. It's too expensive. They want to mark it up too much, and... So we have to sell it on the Internet and direct through radio shows like yours, Patricia. Mm-hmm. Which, which is really helpful. Um, Scott, tell us a couple of stories about people who've been taking sea veg for a while, some testimonials of people. I know you have those on your website. Yes. Yes, we do. We have, well, 29 years of testimonials, but most of them came when I was able to do this full-time in 94. From 83 to 94, I... You know, nobody was listening except people that were really ill, and we helped them. And then I created my own supplement in 99, and that's what we have now. And uh, so we started mass uh, marketing it. I had an infomercial on television, and we sold over 2 million bottles there. And and, uh, the letters that I received were just unbelievable. I I didn't know that it did so much because I had not gotten to to enough people. But now we know... Uh, there's not a condition on this planet that, that the, uh, the seaweed doesn't address in some way, but even if you have a congenital defect or some type of uh, paralysis, 
the rest of your body will be supported and 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 be healthy and and that that's really important. So it really is for everyone and ki- and kids and children. And uh, and I made a pet supplement because people were putting the capsules in their pet food and, and telling me amazing stories. Mm. What uh, on, we have the testimonials, the written testimonies, we have them categorized by ailment, and these are all volunteered to us, unsolicited. We we aren't an MLM, we're not a network marketing company, so that nobody gets any you know compensation for for telling us how how how, how they've changed, but. They want to tell us, and then sometimes I'll give them free bottles to sit there and do a video so we can share that information with others. Now, you never hear anybody saying, oh, you know, my Centrum or One-A-Day or my mainstream brand of vitamins are doing anything. You know, you think about that. We, we, we actually feel better just knowing we're taking them. That's the placebo effect. But if you really want to get better and you really want a supplement that works, we have it. We have the definitive supplements, a dietary food supplement full of what you're missing Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what you're missing, organic compounds made in nature, and uh, that's what you'll be supplementing with with CVET. So um, the body heals itself. The cells know how to fix themselves, and that's what happens. And, yeah. and you see the ailments. It's, it's pretty much a magic pill, but it really isn't the seaweed doing it. It's, it's your own cells uh, being fed properly, and with the iodine, your, your metabolism working right, and it's just it's miraculous. It's unbelievable. So go on our site and, and look at some of those and watch the testimonials, the, the uh, video ones. My son's up there. My mother's on audio. Uh-huh. Uh, we've, we've just, everything, you know, we're working with a number of cancer patients now and heart disease and, and diabetes. We do that through our foundation where, where we provide it. And so we, we have very, very strong clinical evidence that, uh, that what Dr. Cron says, this is the new, the new medicine for the new millennium. Absolutely. Now, I want to ask you, I want to, you've said this before on the show, but I love when you describe it because it really brings it home in terms of the power of sea vegetables, is right. how they grow so tall in the ocean and how they're not, they're anchored but not rooted. I find that very interesting. Uh, well, what, what, did you, what did you find about them, uh, Patricia? What well, did you... when you explain that, when you explain how they grow to be six feet tall. Yes, and that's, that's kind of magic. You mentioned that a couple of times. They grow up to two feet a day, a two feet a day, so six feet in three days. It's better to imagine a plant growing three, uh, six feet in three days. Uh, if your houseplant did that, you would be, I mean, you'd be taken aback. You'd think that it was some kind of... Um, like Jack and the Beanstalk. Well, that's what these plants do. These macro kelps grow up to two feet a day and 100 meters long. If they're, they have to hang on to rocks. If they're really anchored well, they will, they'll send the, uh, the, the uh, fiber down the stipe, and then it'll be made into hands, these, these hold fast that hang onto the rocks, and then it'll, it'll go up and make its own balloons, pull itself up to the light, and send the nutrition down the stipe to the rest of the plant, to the darker parts of the water. But these plants, you know, they live within a mile of the shore, and they uh, only abalone and, and, and uh, lobster and some seals eat, eat these plants. And, again, they don't eat a lot of it, 7, 10 grams a day. But you know what a seal does. It gets out of the water and balances the ball on its nose. I mean, these seals are very smart, and, and the whales eat the seals. So everything really is eating from the, from the marine algae in the ocean. And, and if we do that, we'll be very healthy. I mean, it's why fish are health food. It's because they're eating seaweed and marine algae, marine algae all day or another fish that just ate marine algae. So they grow very fast. And, you know, you don't know a plant that can grow that fast. And, and then when they're not rooted to grow that fast, it just uh, – 
presupposes that there's a lot of energy, a lot of vibration, a lot of light energy. And we can't eat light, we can't drink seawater, but we can eat these plants that live on both those powerful uh, commodities or compounds. And that's right, really wanna, that's the magic some, of it. I want to read something from your newsletter that really speaks to what you just said. It says, when it comes to real health care and supplying your body with essential nutrition, there's nothing more powerful and complete than sea plants, what you might call seaweed. Sea plants can literally change your health. They are the only plants in the world that possess the full array of minerals, trace minerals, enzymes, coenzymes, vitamins, chlorophyll, growth hormones, phytonutrients, and other organic compounds that are necessary for cellular metabolism and human survival. These important nutrients are found in concentrated amounts and in highly bioavailable form within these miraculous plants, which which actually resemble the makeup of our very own tissues. Yeah. So well, it's, well said. It's, yeah, and that's that's written by a doctor. I think Dr. Melkor Dickers in the fifties. He's a PhD, and he wonders why people. It, he wonders why people don't know about seaweed as much and why. Our government isn't telling them, but you're right. They have antibiotic properties. They have, they're antiviral because in the ocean they've had to survive for eons of time. Um, they take out uh, toxic substances. They, they bind with cadmium and lead and mercury and remove it, and they, uh, they're pH balanced. And they have every nutrient known for cell regeneration and repair. Really just a perfect food. I think it's there for us. And the people that eat it live the longest, healthiest lives. So I've just put these species together, 12 of them, red, green, and brown, into a capsule, and we're, we can pop the pills, and the pills deliver the seaweed to the cells. And the cells are breathing under blue salt water. They're breathing oxygen right now. So Melkor Dickers, he really did a lot of study. And, you know, the pesticides aren't out there in the water, and we get it from very clean waters, and we test it for all the metals and microbiology. So it's very clean, very healthy, very safe. 11 years, we've never had a claim in our liability insurance, and uh, the plants are magic. So let's get some in us every day, and we've, we've uh, delivered a, a way that you can do that without having to taste it or smell it or cook it, uh, and it's very affordable, about a dollar a day. All right, and, and tell us how people find it again, Scott. Well, they can go to a number of websites, Pharmacy with an F and an S, Farm, a C, uh, SuperCVeg.com, Unvitamin, which is U-N and the word vitamin like Uncola, they can go to a number of, they can Google, but try to go to our official site at pharmacy.com and you can use a coupon code and get 15% off because you're listening to Patricia's show. And uh, try it for 90 days. There's a buy two, get one free with our um, reinforced supplement where we've added sea kale, which is vegetable calcium, which is really red merle. It's a seaweed and it's dried up and the green part of the plant has died and it's a deposit full of minerals and, and all the nature's uh, Nature's wonderful balance, and then I added vitamin D to that, so it's a perfect multinutritional. So try that for 90 days. There's a buy two get one free, and then you add you take yeah. off to 15 percent. It becomes very very cheap, and you know at the end of the day that's your health insurance. You insure your health by feeding it, taking care of it, your body. You don't insure your health by sending out a, a, a premium. You insure it by, by really taking care of your body. And this, this is the easiest, most, most, most profound way to take care of your body uh, in, in a convenient, affordable uh, way. And we've, we've done this, and we worked at it for 29 years. We've perfected it. So right. it's Let the best one to see plants in the world. 
All right, let me see. It's pharmacy.com, F-A-R-M-A, capital S-E-A.com. And the number, if people want to call, is one eight six six C veg which is 732-8344. Scott, thanks so much for coming on the program. Oh, it's my pleasure, uh, Patricia. Thanks for inviting me. Okay. All right, folks. Stay on the line for a minute. Okay. That wraps up our program for today right here. Patricia Raskin, Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin for Patricia Raskin, Positive Living. Bye for now. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.